Welcome to a new season of what we're calling Open Door Policy Minisodes. Each minisode will have a specific theme and we'll be revisiting some of the inspiring conversations we've had with guests from our previous seasons. Today, we're talking about love for the Eucharist. While the saints throughout history present a tremendous diversity of backgrounds, cultures, hobbies, interests, jobs, and vocations, they all have one thing in common, an intense love for the Eucharist. Jesus' real presence in the Blessed Sacrament is one of a few things that sets the Catholic faith apart among other Christian traditions. And for many, it's the deepest source of hope when life's challenges and trials become overwhelming. Many of our guests on Open Door Policy have shared what a devotion to the Eucharist has looked like in their lives. For Sister Maria Veritas, a love for the Eucharist is more than a devotion. It's the expression of her vocation as she spends time with Jesus in adoration during her daily holy hour. Sister Maria Veritas, a Dominican sister of Mary, mother of the Eucharist, shares what these daily moments with Jesus mean to her and just how deeply she depends on them. You wouldn't mind sharing a treasure that, you know, one of your wonderful encounters with the Lord that just like, that has helped confirm for you, like maybe it was when you were being called to the Lord, or maybe it's even been during since you've taken vows, but an encounter with the Lord that you've had, we love Encounter Girl Witness in the Archdiocese of Detroit, an encounter with the Lord that you had that just continues to confirm for you or did something like, yeah, my heart belongs 100% to Jesus. Sister Maria Veritas, up first. I guess it's hard to point to one to one moment because there are so many encounters. You know, um, we encounter our spouse daily in Eucharistic adoration. That's a great gift that our community has. And our the name of our community includes the word Eucharist. And yeah. that's our, uh, the U- represents the Eucharistic devotion of our community that includes a daily holy hour. And I, mm. I mean, we all, we all have periods of dryness, you know, but that is a yeah. time of, of encounter with my spouse and and I know I couldn't couldn't hold up without that you know for very long. While Sister Maria Veritas reminds us that Jesus's presence in the Blessed Sacrament isn't always an aha moment, hearing the aha moments of some can encourage us in our devotion to Jesus. Ave Maria radio producer Melissa Florian has experienced at least one of these aha moments. Following a life-changing encounter with Jesus on Father's Day, Melissa felt a strong invitation to go to Mass, and by grace, responded by saying yes and seeking Jesus at Mass. Where previously Melissa had tried to satisfy the desires of her heart by living a life of addiction, she began to experience a hunger for the one thing that would fully satisfy, Jesus in the Eucharist. We got some of the before you met Jesus, holy smokes. And then when you met Jesus, you wake up Monday after Father's Day, after basically a day of grace. And you're saying, who are you, Jesus? What what does this mean? Tell us more about that, that time of like growth in the Lord. So, yeah, yeah, I had that encounter. So I, I responded and boy, I thank him for giving me that 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 understanding that okay i'm giving i'm giving you an invitation and he gave me the courage to say yes i want to i'm just going to follow my heart i've kind of always been that kind of person just to follow my heart if i wasn't high (laughs) let's let's Mm -hmm. make that clear but that monday um okay so i went to mass and i just Mm. had this incredible desire to receive the eucharist i remember um going to communion before and just, okay, yeah, just going through the motions, but that was just a hunger. I can't yeah. describe, it was just a hunger. And 
part of me also, you know, knew that I didn't receive my first Holy Communion. But mm-hmm. I and but I knew I just felt the Lord was saying, it's OK. You're, it's not wrong. But. There is. In the Catholic Church, we know that you have to have there's there's the sacraments. You have to receive the sacraments. There's a there's a process. So I did. I went. I decided to go through the process, went through my first confession. I didn't know what to do. And it wasn't Mm. it was an okay confession. But then I my second confession was out of sight. Mm. I sat down and had a face to face and kind of had a half life confession. And I explained to the priest, I said, I this is what I'm doing and I don't, I don't know if it's wrong or not. I don't know if it's a sin that I, I haven't received that sacrament, but I'm still receiving communion. And he said, well, let me ask you a question. How do you feel mm. after you receive communion? And I told him, I said, I feel that I'm being changed. I feel like I'm being strengthened. I feel like this is what I need. This is my food that will right. get me. Yeah. And he said, well, I'm not going to tell you not to receive communion. You keep going. And you keep receiving communion, but sign up for our CIA. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. It's so, it's just so beautiful to hear you talk about, you know, that desire. Cause I think it's interesting, especially in hearing, you know, from your story of like of addiction or when you wake up and you have like that desire for other things, right? You wake up with a desire. We all have desires on our heart. Father Patrick and I, before this episode just started, we're talking about, you know, different, how do we cope with stress and like how, and you know, as you grow up and get older, you find healthier ways to do it, but like this, the desires to even like relieve yourself of stress is there. And so to, Mm -hmm. to hear from you, like, Oh, there to have the desires of addiction and then to have the desire for the Eucharist after you're healed. It's like in your heart. And as a person, like it's the same desire for something and how beautiful that you, you know, were able in your life, like through the grace of God, through that gift of father's day, which I mean, I feel like we need to go back there and understand more about like what happened that day and how, what it felt like, but to then have that desire for the Eucharist. I totally get that too. When I was coming back to mass, um, after I had like kind of my own conversion, I, you know, being a, a lifelong Catholic knew I wasn't supposed to go up and get communion if I hadn't Mm. gone to confession recently. Mm. Um, so I was that in the back and, but it was like a desire for the Eucharist that helped me get over like my anxiety and fear about going to confession. It was like, okay, I'm scared to go and talk to the priest about everything that's been going on in my life, but I want the Eucharist more. And so I totally get that, that desire to just want it. And then how you feel afterward, it's like the greatest gift. So Oh, praise the Lord. Hey, Melissa, uh, you're going to help us institute something new on the show. It's just a very brief, we call it now, I I propose we call it a fire hose grace break. And so anybody out there who's listening, who's like, I want to desire the Eucharist more. I want to desire other things in my life less. Just open up your hands for a sec. Hey, Melissa, just pray that we would all have that deep, awesome desire for the Eucharist that was so pivotal in changing your life. Go for it. Shoot the fire hose. Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I ask you to just send a, a, a wave of hunger into hearts to receive Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, to, to receive um, a, a greater outpouring of a desire to receive the Holy Eucharist. Jesus, I ask you to come into hearts that in, in mm-hmm. beckon them, beckon them to come and receive the true food, that, that you, you tell them that they abide in you, and you, you abide in them mm. and more, more Holy Spirit. We just ask mm-hmm. for more. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
The gift of the Eucharist, whether experienced in the ordinary day-to-day or in the aha moments of life, is something we're called to share with others. Following a profound encounter with Jesus at his first communion, Father David Pelican's hunger for the Eucharist has marked his life and work. So I think the encounter for me was, uh, I look back at my life and I see the encounter in a couple different different times and areas in my faith. You could say when I was little, I loved Jesus a lot. Mm. Like I, I remember my first communion was a big moment for me. And I went into my first communion uh, thinking, oh, I want to pray for an end to abortion because I know Jesus listens, especially when you receive your first communion. So that was my thought. Then I went oh and I gosh. received uh, the Eucharist yeah. and I, I, I sat down in the pew and I, I did not pray for anything. I was just blown away. I was like, I just received Jesus. Wow. And this is someone who loves me more than my parents as much as they love me. And uh, I, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't say anything. I just kind of, uh, I just kind of sat there really uh, in wonder, kind of blown away by God's goodness. And uh, yeah, even before that, I had this image of God, like, um, from the stations of the cross, which we pray a lot in Lent with the family. And it was Jesus, you know, falling under the weight of the cross, but just seeing his eyes, like the, the love saying like, wow, he did that for me. Mm. You know, and it was like that love just like, boom, hit me like a ton of bricks then. And uh, so that was, I think when I think about like encounter, that was probably the first moment was first communion for me. Um, yeah. And it was just kind of like, uh, I guess, so soaking in God's love. Spiritual growth for me happens, I think, Two two main ways. Uh, mm. Well, okay, three main ways because we got to put the mass in there. The mass is still. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's the source and summit. You know, that's Amen. like that's the same Jesus that I received at my first communion, yeah. and now like I hold him in my hands and lift him up. You know, and it's just wow. it's it's one of those like surreal moments. Even now, like year and a half in, you know, which isn't that long, uh, granted, <laughs> but it's still it's just it's awesome to stop to think about. And, and hopefully I do mm-hmm. take the time to stop to think about like what's what the reality is wow. there. So so that's yeah. that's one the mass, right? Awesome. Uh, the other two, uh, one is just like quiet. For me, like I I like to like I like to just think about stuff sometimes, you know, I kind of ponder, wonder a little bit. And so it's carving out those times, and usually it's got to be early in the morning, you know, because once uh, once this place starts humming, it's uh, there's, there's a lot of life, a lot of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot, a lot of places to go, people to see that kind of thing. So it's it's those that early in the morning time, but then little times, you know. Uh, one thing, uh, well, you know, Father Spezia, probably both of you, Father Bob Spezia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he gave, he told me for uh, Lent once. He gave me a pen. It's the hardest uh, kind of Lenten practice I ever had, and it was to stop into the chapel uh, for a minute six times every day. Now, I didn't do it six times every day, but I <laughs> did for that. It was awesome. You know, it was like, yeah. okay, two, twice before lunch, twice before dinner, twice before bed. And, uh, and so that's something I've tried to still do is like, because sometimes you don't have a lot of time, but you're walking mm. by and you can pop in and see Jesus for a minute. Uh, so it's those little times of quiet, bigger times of quiet. And then the last is uh, spiritual reading. They got it. Got yeah. Like the scriptures, but also just like good spiritual authors. When asked about what his dreams are, Father David Pelican, associate pastor of Divine Child Parish, shares that he longs to make encounters with Jesus possible for the students at Divine Child School, especially for the high school students. Listen to how he and others are working to achieve that dream 
and how the high schoolers are responding to the opportunities to spend time with Jesus in adoration. So tell us, brother, what's like, what's your dream over uh, over a divine child these days and in your priesthood? Like, what are the, what are the things that are on your heart that you're just like, Lord, I'd love to see this. <laughs> Well, there's there's one word and it's encounter, which is actually uh, fitting for this podcast. And it's something that uh, the three of us priests who minister here uh, have been praying about and thinking about a lot is uh, how do we bring, in particular, the students in our schools to encounter Jesus? Amen. Um, and it, it, with a special focus this year on the high school. Right? So we actually changed... Uh, we changed the whole schedule around so that uh, every week they carve out about an hour and 15 minutes. Um, we have every Tuesday mornings and it's just, we call it the great adventure. Um, uh, and it's just any way that we can bring these kids to encounter Jesus. So um, that might be mass some weeks, mm -hmm. other weeks, it's just hearing, hearing a witness talk from maybe one of the teachers or somebody bringing in a speaker, whatever it might be. And we had a little workshop on uh, just like different ways to pray. So it's just trying to trying to bring them uh, to encounter Jesus. That's really uh, that's really the hope and the goal uh, for me personally. Um, Beautiful. So so schools is big, but also I just find in my life uh, young adult ministry and also uh, marriage, like mm -hmm. marriage prep, kind of uh, that kind of thing is. Uh, there's a lot of challenges, but also a lot of blessings in that. So. Whew, yeah, and you're a great witness of uh, someone who encountered the Lord at a young age and the life-changing difference it makes. So I, I just love what you're, what's on your heart and, and the other priests there as well to seek to offer. And the passage that comes to mind is when Jesus says in Matthew 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. And I love that you're giving them you and the other priests are giving them this space to ask, to seek and knock. There's so many voices that compete for their attention, you know, like the smartphones and everything out there, but to put them in that spot and, and give them that opportunity. All you got to do is really open your heart and ask like he wants it far more than you want it. But that I, I love the spiritual fatherhood happening there that we, we just want these students to encounter Jesus and then Amen. And we'll help them grow in that relationship. Amen. That's awesome. David. Amen. And, you know, I got to tell you another, probably one of the things that I hear most mm. from the kids that's most impactful is nothing yeah. we say or do, but they also have on another day, they have just a like 10 to 15 minute uh, visit to adoration. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're, you're right when you say like life is busy these days, right? And, and for them, like to just sit quietly for 15 minutes is is amazing. They love it. They're like, can we do it twice a week? You know, some of them are wow. asking, like, can we do it more? You know, and it's just, it's that, it's that quiet moment where they can start to ask the question. The life of the joyful missionary disciple can take a variety of shapes and forms, but the one thing that is never missing is a devotion to the Eucharist. Jesus is fully present and waits for you in the tabernacle, in the monstrance and at every mass. Spend time with him so that he can empower you to unleash the gospel throughout your life of discipleship. Thanks for listening to Open Door Policy. You can find more episodes at unleashthegospel.org forward slash podcast. Or you can find us on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.